Hello, welcome. It is December 4th. Otani has said no to the Yankees. We're going to talk all about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk Yanks. I have an interesting fellow coming on after the break. His name is Jimmy James, John Boy, whatever. This guy went from like 300 followers to like 2,300 followers. His name is John Boy, the Yankee fan. All right. It's me, John Boy, and co-host Jake. Jake's in Denver. I'm in California. Two transplanted Yankee fans. I haven't given that spiel in a while. Uh, and, uh, you know, the off season is slow, but we have little updates. And this one was kind of fun. So we're going to talk about it. How about that, Jake? I guess I guess I got to give back my Otani jersey. <laughs> you bought one, huh? Affordable, affordable, affordable <laughs> We're sellouts. We're sellouts. Um, no, um, okay, oh so what do you want to start? I'm gonna we'll go we'll go through it, but I just want to put people and let them know where I'm coming from on a um, energy scale right now. Last night, right. news dropped, and it was like, "Damn, that sucks!" And then like the reasonings came out, and it was like, "Ha ha ha, that's funny!" And then it was like all fun and jokes and having fun. And then last night while I was asleep, I woke up like. Padres fans and all these like anti-Yankee people who are more anti-Yankee, whatever. They started getting in on it. I spent the entire day in one thread on Twitter just fighting with this guy and I'm drained. Like the last thing I fucking want to do is sit here and talk about Otani any longer, but this is the end of it. And then hopefully I forget his name until we play against him. But okay, so that's just where I'm coming from. So if I seemed a bit perturbed, it's because I'm kind of sick of this. But let's get it on the record. Yeah, I I think the biggest thing that I saw you address early when the news came out that I think I'm I'm ready to put in stone is that you mentioned to someone that it's it's just a weird free agency, right? Because he's the money is not of interest. He either could have stayed in Japan for two more years or whatever. And got, or if, yeah, so if, to just if someone doesn't know, they have a, the if you're 25 years old, then there's not a cap on what you can make. But because it's mostly for the Dominican players because they were signing these 16 year olds for way too much money, right. and they were like, we got to stop spending so much money on kids that on these young ass kids. So it's 25 or younger. You cannot sign them to 10 million dollars or more. So that fucked Otani. Um, so, right. so that's why he left like 200 million on the table by coming before he turns 25. Essentially, which at first, well, no, it's still kind of cool. Like his reasoning was he wanted to come to America to play the best baseball in the world. So you're like, wow, this guy's that's that's pretty cool. Not a lot of athletes nowadays even put themselves out on on the edge like that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, not caring but, about the money wasn't was and still is endearing. It's like cool. It's not a negative. Yeah. So there's I've I've broken down ninety nine percent of free agents that sign signed for one of these three reasons. One is money. Two is wanting to win. And three is loyalty. If you re sign with a team that you've spent a lot of time with or something of that nature. Yeah. I, I guess if you want to make location one or loyalty and location, something like that, if you want to tie them together, I I don't know. You don't see a lot of guys that are like, oh, man, I I got to tell you what, I, I 
just love the lakes in Minnesota, so I signed there. So no, I'm not. Well, a, I'm going to take location out more or less. What about you, you uh, um, Mauer, dude? More and more now, Mauer. Which one? Well, that's loyal. That's loyalty at that point. Well, isn't he? They isn't started he from, there. But he's from there too. He fucking loves the lakes of Minnesota. I'm just saying, don't knock the lakes of Minnesota when you're talking to Joe Mauer. Yeah, but. For those reasons, I'd say 99% of free agents are signed for the reasons we mentioned. That being said, this is a, it's a weird thing. It's just weird. Like, okay, so you, say, say he had no interest in the Yankees from the get-go, but then turned down the Red Sox, like all the big, like, market teams. It's still weird. All my tweets where I was like kind of laughing yeah. about it would still make sense. It's not a jaded Yankee fan coming at him. It's just like, yo, dude, you don't want the money. You don't want the fame. You don't want to be on a winner. And people were, and then the biggest response I get is like, well, yeah, but he probably just like the San Diego's got really nice weather. Wouldn't you rather live in nice weather? Like, yo, that doesn't contradict the weirdness. It adds to it. He's prior. If yeah. in your world, he's prior prioritizing weather over <laughs> money, fame, and winning. And you're trying to act like, but it's not weird. Like, that's the weird part, man. <laughs> that would be the weirdest thing ever if an athlete was like, wow, I love the weather. <laughs> that's the weird part. And then, and then, so, so, and again, kind of finishing up on it. So, okay, if that's your San Diego argument, like, okay, Seattle is still a candidate. So just throw the weather thing out. Yeah. Um, and- a place that's known for laughable weather he also i mean he told brian cashman it was sorry you can continue i cut you off no you're good you're good i know you're you've been letting the steam off all day he so right now (laughs) right no stop stop catch your breath otani's down to seven teams right now okay it's the dodgers angels giants padres mariners rangers and cubs okay so so there's five West Coast teams. So you're like, okay, you know what? I get that. If if that's really a huge concern for him, then yeah, be on the West Coast. That's that's cool, man. Uh, the Rangers. There was always kind of that Darvish, who thing that we flirted with earlier in the year. Who Darvish? Um, I mean, he's technically not there. Maybe he goes back, and that's kind of what they've been considering. I I, I don't know. And then the Cubs, which you're like, okay. You know, yeah, I get that. The Cubs won the World Series a couple years ago. Good young team, classic sports franchise. But, like, again, if that's your reasoning, then that shouldn't eliminate New York. So I I don't know. I mean, to say someone knows what his true motivation is at this point, you'd be a liar. What you were saying, like, the West Coast, that is cool understandable like hey i really need to be on the west coast fine but closer to home but he did like i i don't really care uh like but it's not like it's not like whatever it's like okay i can deal with that fine sure be on the west coast it's like i don't think like that's like 100 legit but 95 i'm like okay cool uh the weird thing is he told cashman the yankees can't make themselves on the west coast like we just said fine whatever if you really need to be west coast fine and they can't make themselves small market. That's the weird part. That's where all this, where Yankee fans are reacting and calling them soft, scared of the spotlight, kind of, I don't know, holds a little water. If What free agent has ever said, like, a, a small market team can win them over and can maybe shell out some money, maybe shell out a great pitch. But to come into it out the gate saying, I want to be in the small market 
is some weird shit. Yeah, it's I I mean I'm if if a lot of professional like just think about that if a regular professional athlete I'm I'm trying to think of a good name um, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, sure. When he when he was a star player for the Lakers, <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's who you think of when you think of star athlete. That's good to know. Uh, if Kobe was like, you know, this Laker thing's been pretty cool, but like, I just need to a lot of pressure. I need to go to send send me to Charlotte or something like that. Really send like to, to unwind a bit. Memphis, something like that. Just you know, let my hair down. You know, he would get destroyed. So I think there has been cases of guys that like. Because I don't, athletes are kind of funny when you think about it, right? Because you you've mentioned how Boone was like the prototypical jock the other day, like athlete, athlete family, married the hot girl. You forget there's a lot of athletes like guys that are like hunters and stuff, guys that don't necessarily like do it for the limelight and all that stuff. Like I, I'm trying to, I think Jake Peavy was kind of one of those guys, like Kuroda. he was a hunter pitcher. Corroder. Corroder hated pitching. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's well. That's I, I'm not saying these guys hate pitching, but I'm saying like a guy like Jake Peavy. Like I think he has like a ranch in Texas. Like that's he'd rather be there than like pitching in a big city. Which you, I don't think it's him being soft. I think it's just kind of who he is. But that's like that's still a totally different thing. That's a different personality trait than what Otani's putting out. <laughs> like he's almost putting out the like. I'm a little nervous. I might not be great, so let's not do it on the big stage. Which that's yeah, it, not not it, the sexiest. It, it, it of came out today that his agent told him like, "Hey, maybe you should you know at least meet with the Yankees." And and Otani himself was like, "Nah, I'm cool." So yeah, it's just super weird. Well, and I guess the other thing, and again, this is pure speculation. And if you think you know, I can strongly say you're wrong unless you're related to Otani or his agent. I think the hitting pitching thing is still a big thing. And I mean, so with a lot of these teams, so I was leaning national league to start just because I think teams would say, Hey, we're going to use you as a pitcher. You'll get your at bats those days. You know, if, if you're the real deal, you know, Hey, maybe we'll work you into the outfield, something like that. That, that was again, just a hunch, whatever. I think I mean, the only other thing that jumps out is, I mean, the Padres seem like an oddball because they don't have any success, <laughs> recent success, excuse me. They've had success. That's, that, I guess that's my subliminal shot to all the Padre fans you've gotten in arguments with in the past 24 hours. Um, you know, they were saying, hey, if you're the Padres, you literally have nothing to lose. Let the guy play outfield, let him pitch, let him do anything, and that, you know, maybe that could be your chance. Um, I guess outside of that, I mean, no, the others are all West Coast except, like, the Cubs. I, I don't know. Well, if he goes um, to the Cubs or the Dodgers, then, like, he just didn't want to play for the Yankees. Right. And he gave – Which – He's a weird And, dude. again, it's like – Just a weird guy. And this – so the other thing, because we're on one side of the coin, like, and everyone that's been giving you shade or me shade or whatever it may be, like, it's fine that he doesn't want to play for the Yankees. He just went about it in a, a pretty odd way. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, I'm not crying. He wasn't our make or break for 2018 and 2019. He was a luxury. He was. It was going to be fun and exciting, and it would definitely be an yeah. awesome storyline. Uh, like I said, we'll talk about that later, but 
I don't fucking care. It's just the way it went yeah. down and how it happened. I was like laughing and I was making jokes yesterday. And there are a lot of Yankee fans that like act, they're acting like they care. They're like making themselves care. You don't, if you're a Yankee fan, you don't care about this. And if you think you do, if you're calling him like a little bitch and you're like feel slighted, you're, you're not, you're, you're manufacturing those feelings just to like have passion. You don't need it. Like don't waste it on Otani. Well, I'll, and again, I'll I'll attack the Yankee fans again because that's smart to do. No, I, there's still a 1% of Yankee fans out there that live in the 2000 Yankees that, oh, we sign every best free agent because we're the One, Yankees. That's what we're doing. 1% is drastic. Exactly. All right. Well, I was, I was doing that to be nice. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're not that team anymore. We and to think you're entitled to every best free agent is like not – that's not sports. That's not even sports. <laughs> no. That gets me so mad. Yeah. No. So, I mean, I don't care that he said no. It would have been fun. Uh, but whatever. It's just how it went down and like all that shit sucks and is weird. It's just super and like weird. I, and I think you're – you'd say this. I Like I – there's no – we never have ill will. I can't think of a time when we've had ill will. But like – I would still love to see the guy do well. Like, if he is this pitching and hitting phenom, like, yeah, kind of bummed out he didn't end up on the Yanks. But, like, still cool for the sport. Like, knock yourself out, dude. Like, I yeah. I don't care. Unless, like, <laughs> unless he was like, no, not a Yankees, guys. Socks. Like, then I'd be like, okay, let's let's, yeah. let's get this guy. But, no, like, he's a young dude. He's He's got whatever his priorities are. Knock yourself, knock yourself out, Notani. All right, let's go into some voicemails that'll lead us into some how the Yankees transition, what the next moves are, all that stuff, and maybe some other just Otani stuff. Hopefully, sure. If you can't hear him, let me know, but should be able to hear him. Hey guys, what's up? It's Big Baby David on Twitter. Not getting Otani sucks. My initial reaction was, of course, uh, that he's a baby back bitch. That said, I've gotten the chance to think it through and, you know, looking at your tweets, John Boy, and, you know, if he, if he wants to be in the small market on the West Coast, he's every right to do it. Uh, now we just got to go give CC, you know, $14 million or whatever right now. Come back, pitch next year. Let's go sign, uh, some other international free agents. Go after the, go after Kevin Byton or however you say his name to, uh, at the, uh, you know, the Braves dropped from whatever their scandal was. Um, yeah, sucks for not getting Otani, but I'm cool with Tanaka. Let's go get CeCe. Go Yanks. All right, so, I mean, the big thing that he jumps us to, Big Baby David, thanks for calling in, is go get CeCe. It's kind of, like, very important now, would you say? Yes, um, unless there's an alternative plan. Like, right now the Yanks are uh, – a starter short, essentially, right? Um, yeah, if you're in, yeah. So I, I mean, again, like I obviously, I, I don't think there'd be a Yankee fan after this year that wouldn't be in on another year of Sabathia. Yeah. I um. So yeah, I, again, I we, we fake guessed at the number throughout the season. I, you know, no idea what CC's demanding. If it's one year, twelve million, ten million. 15 I don't know either way I think a one million one year contract is fine with the team essentially one or two years what's the harm yeah I, I don't know I I think I think CC's even at well he'd take the two-year contract but I think he 
he, he doesn't, he almost retired this season. He said, so I think everyone would be like, okay, one, one year, dude, yep. which would be fine. Again, we're bringing back the core of a really fun <laughs> playoff team this year with, you know, we picked up some guys at the trade deadline that we're going to have, not all of them, but people that were a big part of it, especially in the bullpen. Um, yeah, I mean, don't this, this, this Otani news shouldn't be devastating to you. Like, yes, would have been cool. Yeah, especially if he's a two-way player. You're back, John. Um, you know, about, t- we need CC. timeline-wise. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say we need CC. I mean, there. I think there's alternative routes to go. I want. CC. I think CC obviously makes obvious cc makes the most sense he's one of the most beloved guys in like baseball history he's like the gentle giant um uh, all right what about yeah, I, what about these we have all this international signing bonus money from that we stocked up to to put towards otani now we have a lot like three something mil and the braves they got caught giving way to or not giving enough money to signing bonuses or some shit like that so they're penalized and they have all these big I don't know. This they're like sixteen year olds or seventeen. I just can't get into these kids. Like it's too far away yeah. for me. But yeah, go get those with our money. To go with, go do something with our international signing bonus money. Yeah, that's all. You know, and I've, <laughs> I keep saying these like half mean statements. Like if you think you know if we should pay one of these like seventeen year olds, the Braves let go. You don't know if you're right. <laughs> like yeah. you, you could be. You, you, it's all on Cashman and the scouts. If if they think it's worthwhile, you trust it. And I mean, baseball is such a weird sport. Like who who knows? Those those guys could be out of playing baseball in two years. They could be one of the best players ever. So get yeah, get spend spend the money. Why not? Not mine. Here's the sec- next, hey next guys, caller. My uh, reaction to Otani not wanting to come to New York is FM. Better we found out now so Cashman doesn't have to waste a lot of time and energy trying to woo him when he doesn't even want to come here. question I have is if they sign CC or even if they don't sign CC, you think they go after a kind of a reasonably priced pitcher, you know, like an Alex Cobb or somebody like that? Not a Darvish. He'll probably be, you know, too expensive, but I'd like to know your thoughts on that. Thanks a lot. Looking forward to the podcast. Bye. All right, so two things that I actually wanted to talk about from that call. One, it is nice that we're out. Um, it's nice that, like, if Otani's like, I don't think I can handle the pressure of New York City, so I'm not even going to think about it, then thank you, man. Thank you so much. Because if you were to be, like, hesitant and then come here and crumble under the pressure, fuck that. Just don't, like, so maybe it's a black... Or if he dragged it out to like March and like in the back of our heads, we're like penciling him okay. as our like fourth starter. And now yeah. then you'd be kind of up the creek. So yeah, no, no one should be mad at Otani. Blessing in disguise that he's like, Hey, I, I couldn't, you guys are too mean for me. So I'm out. It's like, okay. Some, some, <laughs> someone from Japan tweeted at me. It was like, when Tanaka came back, he said, New Yorkers can be very rude. And he told Otani, <laughs> it's like, Oh my God, the secrets out in Japan. <laughs> I can't believe they, they finally found out. I cannot believe those rumors got all the way to Japan. <laughs> we're being mean right now. <laughs> In New York, they were a bit rude. And uh so so he so this caller he said, do we even if we sign CC, if we sign CC, I think you rock with those five and the Adams Sheffield type that are Domingo. Um, but I would not put it past Cashman 
to try and sign a Alex Cobb, Lance Lynn to a cheap short-ish deal, they might be getting more than like Alex Cobb maybe be getting more, not Lance Lynn maybe, but I don't know. What do you think? I don't. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I think both those guys are going to get a decent contract. Like I mentioned, the free agent pool is kind of thin this year. Very thin. Like this is Lance Lynn went eleven and eight with a three four three ERA last year. Like those dudes get big contracts. I mean, you. I don't want to because this is me patting myself on the back, which I like to do on these. But you and me had the Phil Hughes debate a few years back when he was coming up on his free aging year, which you were right. You were right in what you were saying. You you thought Phil Hughes was going to get like a four year contract at like fifteen to eighteen million, as long as he stayed healthy and pitched solidly. I thought Phil Hughes was turning into a dumpster fire and he wasn't going to get that contract. So the, both those statements are true. Mine actually happened because I'm better than you. Didn't he get a good contract and then excel really well in his first year in Minnesota? No, he got that cheap contract. Oh, but he, he got, got hurt. He got hurt his last year with the yeah. Yankees. Um, well, he was terrible. Then he got hurt. Yeah. I don't hate Philly Hughes as much as the average Yankee fan. No, I just I, – I saw him be bad, so I, I called a spade a spade. Either way, that's that's just me complimenting right. myself. Welcome okay. to Talking Jake. Okay, it, how about uh, I don't this? see them signing I don't see them signing one of those free agents. Like it would be a guy like Jaime Garcia, which I think Yankee Nation would be bad mad about they'd after f- what they saw from him this year. They'd be furious. Exactly. So I I think Gary if CC would be if CC so were to fall through. Yeah, Gary would be pissed. <laughs> If CC if were to fall through, I think it's it turns into trade market. It turns into Andujar. It turns into the the other guys. It's I I think you see Cashman put on the wheel and deal hat a little more. I agree with that. Um, again, I don't think I don't think it's get away from the game plan. But the Yankees still have a surplus of guys that at some point you you I'm not saying cut and run, but if you can get a quality arm under maybe a team-friendly contract or whatever it is, I, I think you start looking that route over free agency. Or you bring in a guy like Jaime for a one-year, $8 million contract and do a trade like that. All right, so so I'll pose the question, two questions, really quick. If, sure. they, if they sign CC, do you need to get another major league arm? Maybe a, like quadruple-A arm, do, yes or no? I'm I'm a no. Okay, I'm a no too, but I can see it happening. Yeah, like wouldn't wouldn't be mad about it again? Like I I think people overreact from what they saw from a, a a guy like Jaime. Even like I I'm okay with Jaime if he's your sixth starter. That's that's what you need to put in in a perspective. Like Jaime Garcia was like a number two starter. You know for what? the Cardinals for like years. You know what they need to do before the 2011 season. They had a rotation, right? But they signed a guy who was a major league pitcher, starter, with a good resume, but had been out of baseball for a year. And they put him in the bullpen for the first month. And then the first time an injury happened, they put him as a he got put in as a starter. And in his first 18 starts, he had like a 3.0 ERA. You know who that was? Aaron Small. Bartolo Cologne. Barty. So like a guy like that, we're like, you can pencil him as our long reliever because we don't have one right now. And then yeah. he becomes a six starter. 
that that is a talent at the major league letter level already. So you're not just trusting young guys. I can I don't think it's a need, like you said, but I can see it happening. Now, next part, next quick question. That wasn't really that quick yeah. of an answer. If CC falls through, and when CC is not signed for next year, is it a must to get at least one more major league ready arm? Yes or no? Yes. I agree. I think. Yes, but I'm not as dramatic on the scale as you. Like, if 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 CC fell through and they brought in a Jaime, like I would be okay with it. I'm not ecstatic. But no, no, no. I just think I just think that moves it moves up the timeline on Chance Adams and Justice Sheffield. I agree, but they definitely. I, I mean, even if it's a small thing like a Jaime, they definitely need another major league arm. Yes. All right. Yes, but I I think I think a lot of people like we said would be up in arms about that a little bit. Next question or caller. Shohei Otani, biggest idiot ever. He wants to be on the West Coast in a shitty ass team. That's all him. He's going to become an afterthought. He's going to come crawling towards the Red Sox and the big checks in six years once he's broken. Hasn't won shit. <laughs> a, little, a little fiery anger from that caller. I like it. Was that a question or <laughs> you know, no? It's just a little shit talk. But he did say okay. something that I have said, and I you were kind of touching on it earlier. I wish I wish Otani well if he goes to Seattle or Padres or whatever. But like, and this is not trying to be like a big hardo like, but I will forget about him. Like, I, I will not keep track of him. I want to, because if he's hitting and pitching, I'd really like to. Um, will Myers thought he was, like, really cool story when he was with the Rays. And young guy, I, like, he was, I wanted to keep track of him. I have no idea if Will Myers has been doing good or bad, which I think means he's been doing bad. Robinson Cano have no idea what he's good. been doing. Cano's been pretty good. Yeah, I know, but I just don't keep track of their day-to-day like all i know is i see their stats pop up when they play the yankees yeah and i i i guess yeah i i get it that my only thing would be like i i want to see him now like it would be very cool for baseball if he could be a two-way player but i want him to be like b squad (laughs) like i want him to be like a 4-2 ERA and he hits like 250. So it's like, okay, this is kind of cool, but like, all right. Yeah. That's like uh Pat Vinatieri, the guy who threw with both arms, but sucked with both of them. It was yeah. like, is that cool anymore? I, it was, it's kind of cool. It was kind of cool. It was kind of crazy. Like when they told the story, like, yeah, my dad made me do it. And I was a little kid. It's like, Ugh. yeah, it's tough. <laughs> hey, no, I don't use this arm. <laughs> dad 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 this arm it feels wrong (laughs) like this this arm doesn't feel good just do it son you're gonna be the first major leaguer that throws with both whether you like it or not like okay 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 all right all right right, um next next caller hey guys chris from the show otani apparently was just like upset about big market and east coast team is there any possibility that he goes to see the Mariners and the Giants and is still like, all right, well, those presentations weren't good. I'm going to go back to the Yankees. Probably not, but hopeful. Um, we'd love to hear what you guys think. Go Yanks. So funny thought, if Otani goes to these teams, because he hasn't even had the in-person presentations, and they're all just suck. <laughs> it's like, it's like oh, shit, man. All, like, Yankees, what do you got? All these presentations were lackluster. 
So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's just going to make us seem mean. But, like, Otani's, Otani's in Seattle. He's like, so what's your guys, like, you know, what, what are your guys' golden years that you want to, like, relive now that now that I'm here? Like, I – well, we, we – you know, we won some games in '95 and 2000. We, you know, we don't we don't have that World Series title yet, but <laughs> we are we're trying our damage. He's like, oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah. I, I like that he made it an optimistic twist at the end, not just d bagging the other teams. But he's it's it's got to be one of the West Coast things. If Chicago or Texas happens, I'm even okay with Texas. If it's like the Darvish package deal, which we've discussed during the year, if it's just Chicago or Texas, sans Darvish, like what? Like, hey, Otani, like, your reasons for breaking up with us—they were a lie, and we're gonna need the real reason now. Yeah, like then, it, then it's gonna be like, all right, fess up, bro. <laughs> uh, hey, Otani, what the fuck? <laughs> all right, next, next. My high school girlfriend lives in New York. <laughs> Watch Otani hit less than 100 and strike out more times than Adam Dunn. <laughs> that was all it was? Okay. <laughs> Tough. Tough. Okay. Um, all right, next one. Pretty good, though. I mean. So, hey, Otani. Have fun in your small market team. I can't wait to add you motherfucker to the list. <laughs> that nice. Was, that, like that. That. That call, I got it last night while I was just laying in bed. And I listened to the voicemail, and I giggled in my bed. For about five minutes straight, Katie was like, what's funny? And it was just, this guy called me and just said, couldn't wait to add Otani to the motherfucking list. <laughs> has there has there been, like, like his first game in New York, he's going to get... Razzed. Just bad razzed. Yeah. All right, one more... One more call, and this is uh, not even Otani. It's just kind of Yankees. Hi, this is uh, Jay in San Diego calling in with a question or I guess more of a conversation topic. Uh, there's certainly no shortage of left-handed power hitters, left-handed power hitting free agents who would fit well in Yankee Stadium like uh, Jay Bruce, Mike Moustakis, Lucas Duda, and Colby Rasmus, just to name a few. Obviously, Bruce and Duda may be too expensive and ask for too many years, which the Yankees are trying to stay away from. But Cashman in the past few years seemed to have loved picking up guys like Stephen Drew and Brian McCann. So my question is, do you see him picking up one of these guys in the offseason? And if so, who? Thanks. So a left, there's a lot of lefty power bats out there for cheap. Do we see the Cashman picking one up? Now, I kind of do. I don't know if it's going to be like Jay Bruce or Irvin Santana, or not Irvin, but um, Carlos Santana, like big names. But Rasmiths? Like something I don't want that gross dirtbag Rasmus. Actually, I feel bad. Didn't he like get depressed and quit baseball recently? Be swagness. What something ain't? like that? It was all weird. His dad would like defend him and stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think he's so okay. But. I don't personally. I just don't like Rasmus because of his facial hair and beard. I, but that's like I can get over that pretty easily when he comes to the Yankees and cleans up. But I can totally see Cashman, and I like a Chris Carter, which is scary to a lot of Yankee fans now, or a Matt Holliday, or a Vernon Wells, or a Travis Hafner. Sign a a dude that is expendable. Like if sign him to a one year deal, let him let his talent play. Like you're banking on his talent coming through for the first half to be a bench player, lefty bat, um, and then if he if he fails, you just DFA him. Hopefully, like. Carter, because of Bird's injury, we got stuck with for far longer than we would have liked. But, I mean, I could see Cashman making a deal like that. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I just think the thing that's getting kind of ignored here is, like, Jay Bruce is going to get paid. Yeah. Like, Jay, Jay Bruce is going to get probably, like, three-year, 20 million per year or something like that. <laughs> like, like Carlos Santana is going to get paid a lot of money. <laughs> like he, he could get like a hundred million dollar contract. So can you see, it's, can you see, can you see cash getting one of those guys to a big contract like that and locking up our DH for the next couple of years? Or do you, like, cause I know I'm against that, but do you think cash is against that? Um, I think, so I think Santana's an interesting name. Just because, here's what I'll say. He's kind of he's kind of a nowadays baseball guy. He's still he's still young, but he's a he's an OBP and homer guy. He can play some first base, and I'm just thinking of it from Cashman's perspective. If if Greg Bird got hurt this year, and there wasn't kind of a backup plan, I think that would look foolish, right? Because Greg Bird has a bit of an injury history. I know one or two of them are kind of fluky. Well, there's only two, and but one like, was fluky. If Greg Bird gets hurt again, then it's a pattern. Definitely. Need so a contingency I, plan. I, I agree. I think someone someone get brought in. I don't think – this is kind of a – I don't think this is a lame duck statement. I, I don't see a middle area. I don't see it being – it would either be someone like Carlos Santana that they'd actually have to kind of pay a chunk of coin for. Um, but he's still young enough that he could be kind of part of the Yankees, you know, next four or five years pretty strongly. Or it's it's someone Chris Carter-esque. To think, to think we're going to stumble into a Jay Bruce and just have him as this auxiliary piece, like, no. Yep. What about a Rasmith type, like uh, sink or swim, you have two months guy that's just the part that's killing me about that is rasmus is strictly an outfielder and our outfielder outfield's already loaded okay so like not rasmus but a guy who is on the outside of his career uh quadruple a player i mean why why would i have a problem with that i guess that's i'm not asking if you have a problem i'm not asking if you have a problem asking if you think it's likely i think it's likely that cash signs some dude out there and we're like what who why Okay. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess it's it's not as surprising to me as who, what, why, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, like, yes, I, I would think they're going to bring in someone with major league experience to back up first base slash get some DH at bats, you know, maybe have some, I, I don't know, some, some other versatility that is nowadays baseball and the, the current DH type situation. All right. That's all for this episode. I will say I was scrolling through Twitter right now and there's this account called it's this guy who posts old old school sports photos, which I like. I like history. So he posts a picture and then this I don't want to knock old people. He knocked this all <laughs> this guy responds and he's like, Here's a picture of me and my friends back in the day sitting on the stoop. And then it's like a picture of three, like probably like 14, 15, 16 year old kids just like sitting on the stoop. And I don't know, man, that just seems so fucking boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's romanticizing this time. But I bet these kids back then were like, ah, oh, man, I wish we had something to fucking do. <laughs> just sitting on this step all day. Good conversation, man. Um, 
What else do we need to talk about? Oh, the trivia, I, I, the trivia thing. Before before we get to that, I my final actual informative stuff about free agency. Carlos Santana turned down a seventeen point four million dollar qualifying offer from the Indians. So like. <laughs> That's that's not someone we're going to stumble into. They have him ranked as the fifth top free agent. Um, I'll I'll let you dive into the uh, dive into the trivia while I maybe find a, a sleeper free agent name or something like that. All right. So Otani is out of the race, uh, and the first couple things. If if you didn't listen to last episode, we're giving away a free jersey. Someone's going to get a free jersey. You guys better get a free jersey. We're also looking for reviews because the more reviews we have, the more legit we seem. And we're looking for spring training press passes. And the more reviews we have, the more legit we seem, the more chances to get higher of getting press passes. So how do we get re- ask for reviews without just being obnoxious and asking for reviews? We make it a giveaway. All right. So you help us by yeah. giving us five five-star reviews. We help you by giving away free shit. And this will not just be a one-time thing. Hopefully we continue to do this. Um, so it is... Leave a five-star review with your guess for the first free agent the Yankees sign. Also, write the date you think they will sign on. The date doesn't need to be correct. It's just a tiebreaker. We have... The reviews are jumping up, but I can't see them right now because iTunes takes a while for them to load. But the first couple were for Otani. We have a random uh, Jake McGee free agent signing. Otani's out. CC may be your most likely bet. You are not limited to one review. Like I said, someone's going to win this jersey. If you want to go look at all 100 free agents possible and then leave 100 five-star reviews with each name reviewed, um, that would be A-OK in my book. It helps all parties, <laughs> basically. It's like when you play an arcade game and they're, like, and they're like, look what I won. And it's like, you didn't win that. You spent $30 on quarters just to get that $20. Well, if you spend, like you didn't, did you understand where I was going with that comparison? Because I'm not going to finish. What did you just say? I'm not going to finish what I was just saying, but it makes sense. Yeah, it, was, it, it sounded like you got fake choppy, but that's how you were actually talking. <laughs> I made a comparison, and then I couldn't finish it because I don't have the words, but it's there. And some listeners, they understood what I was saying. Yeah, uh, so go to affordablejerseys.com. And it, buy, it, buy some jerseys. Oh, yeah, if you just want to. We're, we're at like 35 orders after six days, after five days, and uh, 100 gets us to spring training. The, the first shipments are out, so Jimmy's kind of retweeting those and stuff. They're good stuff. Um, and my, I, I guess some of my final thoughts that the free agency bat, there's uh, three names that jumped out as kind of middler free agents that they're looking at. Kind of one-year, $5 million contracts, something like that. I'm going to go in. I don't know what kind of order I'm going to go in. First name that jumps out is Howie Kendrick. He has some versatility. Um, He's kind of moved to outfield from second base, which doesn't help us a ton. I think he could still play a little infield. He got super hot with the Nationals to end the year last year. The other name that I mentioned in previous podcasts that gets me excited just because he's a cool guy and it'd be good for the young guys is Brandon Phillips. Brandon Phillips is 36 now. He can play second base and third base. Short too. Which is pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the the last name that I think is the most the best fit, I guess, because he's lefty. He plays second base and first base. He's kind of exactly what we were describing, just we didn't have his name. Neil Walker. 
is a free agent who Neil. I mean, he's he's kind of exactly what we were saying, right? Like he can <laughs> he's a lefty bat or he's technically a switch hitter, but he's a much better hitter as a lefty. He can play some second base. He can play some first base. He can play some DH. He's a veteran <laughs> MLB guy that <laughs> kind of has an injury history himself. So I, I could see those one of those three guys. I'll bet would be a Yankee. I'll bet one of the fans. Okay, which fan of you, which one of you fans wants to take on Jake's bet? Who wants it? Leave a five-star review and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> We're sellouts, man. Um, no, the reviews have been coming in. We're up to, we got, we got like six or seven or something. I don't know. People don't like doing we, that shit, but it's nice. The people that the do, most, appreciate it. Most important thing is we appreciate it. And I don't want to talk about it at all, but everyone who was in the, the gutter of Twitter with me dealing with that one guy today. And I will not talk about it. Uh, Thank you. That was wild. And let's never talk about it again. Nice. All right. Happy ending. Where's me harmonica. You want to sing a song? Yeah. I mean, uh, is the harmonica missing, missing? Like, am I, how much, how much time am I going to have to chew right now? (laughs) Getting, getting ready for the harmonica, man. I bet, I bet Katie cleaned up my office and moved my harmonica. I'll play the spoons. I got a spoon. I mean, when you say play the spoons. Right. Sing a song. You want me to sing a song to you clinking two spoons together. <laughs> All right, do your Donald, do your uh, Scooby-Doo impression, and then we'll leave. Likes like Scoob. We're talking Yanks. <clears throat> might, might use that so- for all future episodes as the intro. <laughs> might be our new intro. All right, thanks for listening. In summation, don't worry about Otani not signing. Who gives a fuck? He's forgotten. Let's move on. Go get CC. And uh, go Yanks. Tell him, Grandma. Go Yankees. Let's go!